The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816 816- Two five one three five five five, and a couple of quick notes. A reminder about um, some things that are coming up in the coming weeks. Um, Friday night, this coming Friday night, March nineteenth, I will be offering um, an event, a mediumship event called Heavenly Connections, um, with my colleagues Joseph Scheel and Lori Sheridan, and we'll be offering messages from spirit, um, messages from your loved ones, and it's going to be online. And it's also a benefit for a local or organization here in the Boston area, um, the Home for Little Wanderers. So it's a it's a great um, organization and we're happy to to help. And as we all know, the need is, is great right now in some in so many different ways. So we're happy to help in this um this small way. All the proceeds go to benefit that organization. So you can learn about Heavenly Connections um, on my website. It's laurawooster.com, and it's only twenty dollars. And it's um it's on the it's online, so you can join from anywhere that you have access to a computer. And um, also, I am be, I'm going to be a part of another mediumship demonstration on April 9th, which will be sponsored by Circles of Wisdom in Massachusetts. Uh, again, it's online, so you can join from anywhere. And that will be again with um, John Holland and Laurie Sheridan, and that is um, Spirit messengers and you can find that on my website as well so without further ado i'm going to bring my guest on and you if you've listened before very familiar with her and and there's always something to learn from her my dear friend astrologer dorothy morgan hi dorothy hello thank you for having me again i love being here it's so much fun to have you on because I learned so much and and there's so many different aspects of astrology and it's like oh there's more to learn you know it's always something and um, always, one of the things yeah yeah and so one of the things we wanted to focus on today was the role of astrology on your soul's journey so mm-hmm. I know that sounds like a big topic right so let's see if we can break this down a bit so what is the role that astrology plays in in our lives and our soul's journey wow Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I know, and it, it's interesting. So, what is the what is astrology's role? Well, astrology, I don't know if it's a role, but it, it you can by looking at a person's uh, astrology the moment they're born and where all the planets are. I mean, that gives us the soul's journey. That tells us what the soul is here for, what we're what we're here to learn, right? And and how we want to learn it and you know through uh, things that go really easily or through challenges and so the whole chart the chart in a whole is that um, that blueprint the soul's blueprint uh-huh. and then in a, a there's a so many different ways 
that we do use astrology where we can see, you know, what is this, you know, some specifics about the soul's journey. And it could be the Pluto in the chart or it could be the 12th house or the moon. And there's so many different ways. So one of the ways that I, I love to, um, of course, look at it, I look at the whole picture because that's really um, an important thing to remember uh, for anybody who's, um, who loves astrology and has just been dabbling here and there, it's always important to um, study deeper and, and learn the whole picture. But we can see a lot by just looking at um, this position, two positions in the astrology chart relating to the moon and prenatal eclipses. And they're basically where what we call the the north node and the south node of the moon. So those are our spiritual life lessons. You know, if we get into alignment with those two guys, they're just places in space. I don't want to get too sciencey, too astronomy here, but it's just a place in space. And um, and we can actually see this place in space when there's an eclipse, and especially if the eclipse is visible. The eclipse is not always visible everywhere on the planet. So, but we all have this. We're all born, so we have eclipses every six months. So somewhere in there before we're born, we, there's an eclipse, and those lunar nodes are created from that position, and uh, that's the life path. If we focus on those, that position, there, it's just it's two positions, but it's like uh, the two ends of a of a pencil, you know, or two ends of a stick. You know they are connected. You 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 interact with one, the other side moves the opposite direction. So they're called the lunar nodes, and they're they're it's just a important piece of the astrology, and um, that is about what our true life path is. And you know it's 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 fascinating. A lot of people sometimes get disappointed when it's like. You know, what's your life path? Well, my north node is in Virgo, so that means no matter what I choose to do, my piece of my, you know, the biggest piece of my life path is to pay attention to the details, even though I'm not a Virgo, right? But it's about paying attention to the details. So whatever I choose to do, which we can see through other placements in the astrology, we can, um, we find our life path that way, our joy or happiness, and it helps us move along um, much more smoothly than fighting against it, <laughs> which right. we tend to do. <laughs> so, so, so just to kind of clarify, so I'm, I'm hearing you right here. So, um, you know, obviously, I don't think, I don't think everything's set, you know, nothing's set in stone, from what I understand. I mean, I know there's certain things we're meant to experience it doesn't mean it has to be, it's not set in stone how we experience it, right? That's that's uh, that is my belief as well. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. that's like it, it's so. It, I'm trying to just um, bring it down to a level that I can understand, so it helps when I sp- speak it out loud. So. so oh yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. That's gonna help. So, I'm sure that will help everybody who's listening too. So that's fine. <laughs> so um, to put it in my terms that I understand here. So um, so there's I know there's certain people that when I read them. Um, and you may you may see it expressed as an and in astrological terms, um, but mm-hmm. there's some people that I may I may read and I say you know especially I get a lot of healers that come in and talk to me right, and right. Um, so that's their path it's like their their life path their archetype like I'm the healer, um, so and it it seems to be like 
that expression is is weave is woven throughout their their whole life, right? In some way, shape, or form. And I use mm-hmm. and this is a, like the perfect example that I've used in the past was I had someone come come to talk to me for for a session and and she was very um she felt like she she couldn't focus she go, and I said why do you think you can't focus she goes well I I have so many I've done so many different jobs but I can't seem to settle on one and I just think I haven't I have a problem with with um with my focus and I'm like okay well tell you know what what was it and I already mm-hmm. could see her energy so I knew what it was like what what her path was but I didn't get that far yet and she's oh you know I I um I I I started out waiting tables, um, and I bartended, and then I cut hair for a while, <laughs> and then, it, yep. <laughs> right, right, and then, yep. um, then I decided to go to the nursing school. So now I'm, in, I'm, I'm a nurse now, and I just the cancer. I, yeah, right. And so I said, don't you realize you're doing your? This is your life path. You're do every single yeah. thing that you've done, in as, yeah. as far as a job has has yep. the is an expression of what you're here to do. So, yeah. and that's what you're saying, right? Is that, um, that it, yes. there's just a certain, like if someone is very detail oriented, um, how does that come across in their life, right? So they, they how, where have you seen that happen um, when someone has, you said, uh, is a North Node in Virgo, you said? Right, yeah, just as, as an example, yeah. Where do so I see what, it? Yeah, what, in, would, in, what kind in, of jobs would they would they hold, or what would they be focused on in their life? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, that's mine, and I'm an astrologer, so it's important for me to pay attention to those details. But other things that I've actually done, because <laughs> it sounds like me, I've done lots of jobs. Been an astrologer for a long time, but you know, this is not my first decade on the planet, so I've got a few. And so, I, uh, the Virgo is a bookkeeper. Virgo could be somebody who. Um, Oh, you could even uh, work in a factory, and the job you do is is incredibly detail oriented, even though it's repetitive. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people that have a strong Virgo. Um, they would be a medical professional because you really want them to pay attention to the details. That means precision is important. So those are some of the placements I've seen. But it still it doesn't even matter what your profession is. The point is, is you're here to focus on the being precise, you know, taking that information that you gather and, you know, putting it in order or making sense of it. So we take, you know, that can be, it can be, oh my gosh. I mean, even being a chef, if you're, you know, you want to make sure you put in a teaspoon of salt not not a cup you know i mean i know that's exaggerating but it's but there are these things that are very precise so you you want that and so every i actually teach a class on this it's it's so much fun and i remember when i first discovered this when i was back in in the wee beginnings when i first read about this i'm like my goodness if i had read this first learned about the lunar nodes first and what it was for me i probably wouldn't have Maybe I would have, but I think at first I would think, I didn't need to know all that other stuff <laughs> about astrology. I don't get all of that because it it aligned so beautifully with what I understood about myself. And I'm like, this is me. Oh, my gosh. Some of the other things in astrology, sometimes we have a hard time identifying with certain things in our charts because they're difficult and, you know, not everybody knows themselves well. But when we get to the lunar nodes, those prenatal eclipses, you know, our first 
inhale, you know, we suck in all this energy, right? All of these things that are waiting just to enter into the soul. And um, it's important. It's important to pay attention to those. So you would, the way you would find that out, it's not like you can just look a chart up and just say, well, I was born on this day. Um, there are some there are some locations you can find, but if anybody needs to know, they can they can message me, um, and um, with their birth info, and I can get that to them. But it's it's wonderful, and I can recommend some really good books on the lunar nodes, and uh, it helps when when you when you know the thinking human reads something about themselves, and then you you know all of a sudden you you feel it, it made me feel more in alignment with who I am. When I discovered this decades ago, it was like, wow, that was, I remember that of all of the astrology and the different techniques I've learned, and I use a lot and I love them. This one had the most impact on me when I first discovered it. Pretty amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It does open up possibilities, doesn't it? Yeah. It sure does. Because the other side, the point is, is like we look at what the north node is. If you look at your chart, if if you have your astrology chart um, that has a lot of things on it, they look like little headphones, you know, one's facing up and one's facing down, and they're on opposite sides of your wheel from each other, if you happen to see that in your own charts, if anybody has them with them today. So um, look for that. You will, you will. I don't always put them in the beginner's charts because I don't want you to have too much information. <laughs> Smart move, especially on my part. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rule. It's real for everybody. And then, you know, the other end of this that I haven't actually talked about is the south node. And the south node is opposite the north node. So, you know, Aries, Libra, you know, Taurus, Scorpio, that kind of thing. Um, the south node is what we already know. It's like coming in with like a full backpack. It's all the information we know. It's past life. It's what we've learned through childhood experiences that trigger past life experiences. So the south node, opposite what we're heading, the south node tends to be, it's our default mode. It's where we go if we're in overwhelm or we yeah that's really one of the biggest things when we were in overwhelm and sometimes we were meant to work more on the south node than the north node but just to know what those two are you know i get lost if i get if i get too overwhelmed with too many details the other side of that virgo north node for me is pisces south node and then i just i just like hit it's it's like driving down the highway and you put the car in neutral that's it <laughs> Because Pisces is is water, obviously, so that that's, yeah. that's emotions, right? And it, it yeah, it's water, it's emotion, it's foggy, it's cloudy, it's mm-hmm. I can't I can't make up my mind. You know, those are some of the negative connotations. But the other piece of it is, all right, I'm just going to meditate. I'm just guess what? I'm going to go walk at the ocean. You guys who know me, <laughs> I'm there a lot because that's where I I can like de clutter the Virgo-ness when I get in overwhelm I go and walk the water and mm-hmm. so um, it's something it's it's my default mode and it heals and it helps so we all have that and again there's fluff signs so which one am I striving for and which one you know is my default mode which can be good for relaxing and just sort of re a reset or I might get lost in it and forget my way 
and we will oscillate back and forth between the two regularly. So it's not good or bad if we're doing or not doing, mm-hmm. but it's the soul's journey. Yeah. Nice. So let's focus on today. Is what's what's happening astrologically now this month that we should focus on? All right. So on March 13th, I know this. We're, we recorded this after March 13th, and this you know this this won't be too timely. But March 13th, we had an eclipse, uh, a new moon, not an eclipse. We had a new moon, but that new moon is. Um, exactly halfway between two eclipses. We had one December 14, we'll have one June 10, and uh, June 10, 2021. And so the new moon that we had on March 13 in Pisces, 23 Pisces, was that halfway point. So it means that new moon solar eclipse in December, what were you doing then? What were you initiating? At this point right now in March, we are... Um, we should be able to start seeing some things, some bigger things manifest uh, from what we initiated back in December. And then three months from now, and what we're doing now, three months from now in June, June 10, when we have a solar eclipse nearing the same position as these other two occurrences, is an opportunity to really receive lots of new information because it'll be in the sign of Gemini. So that's a real important thing that only happens twice a year when the new moon is halfway between eclipses. And again, the halfway point are, is the square aspect in astrology, which means we, we have an obstacle to overcome. We have an awareness that all of a sudden somebody from outside of us uh, made us understand something or made us feel uncomfortable. So we're at, then able to say, oh, I get it. Okay. All right. All right. You know, not always the easy stuff. We don't always learn from the easy stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> the square has caused trouble. Today, 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 today at recording, the moon is in Aries. So it's assertive, um, very aggressive. It's the only fire stuff we have in the sky right now. The, no other planets are in a fire sign. So while we always have a lot to do, yeah. when we're lacking fire in the sky, the moon will be there every three days or so. I mean, not every three days, uh, four times in the month, but the rest of the planets are not in any fire signs. So generally speaking, there's not a lot of uh, get up and go, even though you may have some things in motion, yes. but to feel like you can initiate something right now, I'm, I'm finding it difficult. And I know this yeah. is what's happening because we're lacking that spark. Okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> I can blame it on the the lack of fire in the in the astrology right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The moon's in Aries today, so we're able to, you know, so we can't really say that through today. But the okay. momentum, but I mean, we can. But the momentum really is that you know the moon will be in Taurus by Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, and so it won't be back into a fire sign again until we get till next week. So really, there is not a lot of, um, it's a whole week in between when the moon's in the fire sign. Not a lot of get up and go right now. There just isn't. Um, I mean, I have projects as long as my arm, and it's like, I am waiting till the last minute to do everything right now because I am not motivated. (laughs) I'm finding I'm having to do things in very small bits. Like I just, there's just not enough oomph there. So now I I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Excellent. So yeah. let's let's go to, let's go to the callers because I have to tell you this is very interesting. I'm not going to tell them what their birth date is because I want to I don't want to put that out there. But our first two callers, they literally were mm-hmm. born in the same year, um, just two weeks apart. How what are the chances okay. of that? What are the chances? <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it's actually it's it's pretty common. There will be it? days. It it is for for when I'm doing readings. And so while while I'm talking, I'll. I'll uh, put this info in. Um, it is it is interesting because there will be times when I have clients from at different periods book on the same day, you know, because you can do that, you know, that's not up to me. You're going to go book your appointment. And they will both have the same sun sign and the same um, moon sign. And it's just like, even though it's so, well, we're not quite close. Let's see. We'll find out with these two ladies. Do we have birth times in here? Oh, there we are. Yes, yep. we do. Yep. Yeah, there. I didn't scroll. The I think it's fascinating. Over far that that, that just, that's so fascinating that you that it. So they yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they want to ask about too. If it's a similar situation or it typically yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So and cool. when people, it it really is. It really is. All right, I gotta. I I can't type and talk at the same time. Okay, you type. I'll seven, bring eight. our first. I'll bring our first caller on. We uh, we'll start the Thank conversation. You. Um. Alrighty, so Leilani, hello. Hi, it's Leilani. Hi. Leilani, welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. So, what can we help you with today? What is there anything in particular that you'd like to focus on? Yes, I'm in another phase of my life where I'm in a big transition. My boyfriend just uh, moved to Boston, and now he's on his way back to Morocco, where he's from. And I'm not sure if we are going to part ways. I'm moving. Um, there's just a lot of change, a lot of unknown, and I'm just curious what Dorothy has to say about my North Node, which I think is in Pisces, but I'm not sure, and just a lot of unknowns, and um, I am a healer. (laughs) Can you um, spell the name of the city you're born in, because it's not coming up in my um, my geography. C-H-E-Y... E-N-N-E. So you said with a, 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 oh, Cheyenne, got it. All right, it didn't come up like that at all. Let me hit cancel. <laughs> yeah, it, it came up a whole different. <laughs> I have to say, I, yeah, I yeah. have to say, I, I'm, if, if your boyfriend's in Boston right now, I, I would, I'd be running to Morocco if I had the chance to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because oh, it's like 20 degrees here, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Really is. he just moved there actually just because he said there's a large Moroccan community and the flight to ba- back home is only seven hours. So, yeah, yeah. he just left All right. a few days ago. Yeah. All right. Well, Lonnie, you know how if you were listening, um, I I mentioned that this is one of the other things that happens. Laura, people, their moon matches the moon in the sky right now and your moon is 21 degrees of Aries, and the moon in the sky at this moment in time is 21 degrees of Aries. I'm not kidding. Mm. <laughs> so that mm. just means that your chart is your, you know, the moon energy. So that means my emotions, how am I feeling? You know, you're feeling. Um, this this can feel rather um, uncomfortable mm. in a way because you know you you. You want to take action of some kind. You would rather, you would like to be able to, to do something or, or fix something. And, mm-hmm. um, and pretty soon, 
and yes, you know, no, it is Pisces. We can talk about that in a minute. But pretty soon, um, by May, we have a movement of the planet Uranus into your seventh house of partnerships and relationships. And what that represents is um, a sense of freedom and a sense of independence and a change of routine and patterns in regard to partnerships and relationships. Now, that's not just the boyfriend, but that is what you're asking about. So this can also play out in partnerships that you know you're in people you're in business with or if you're a healer you have those mm-hmm. partnerships with your clientele so mm-hmm. and that means that things could things can uh, start to shift and change in that regard so there is there is some changes going on here absolutely and uh having the north node in pisces yeah being a healer is is uh very strong and you are a scorpio and um Scorpio on the horizon as well. So those are very, um, those are quite, uh, those are typical indicators of somebody who wants to be spiritual or is spiritual or metaphysical or healer or somebody who's incredibly sensitive. So you mm-hmm. are all of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about my south node? So the south node's in Virgo. Right? Mm. So it's kind of opposite. It's opposite of what I was talking about earlier today. Right. Uh, earlier. So it's opposite what you have, what I have going on. There are times when, I mean, it takes practice. You've, I would suspect that you have learned, I mean, having the Pisces North Node, you're going to automatically be able to, you know, really uh, hone in on people and understand what's going on psychically or energetically. Mm-hmm. But you'll need to, um, practice or learn what those boundaries are because, you know, it's just like taking a gallon jug of water, just dumping it on your face instead of taking a glass of water and drinking it. You know, you can get overwhelmed. So with the with that North Node in Pisces, you're here to learn to hone those those talents and those skills and those things that are um, that way for you. Does that make sense? Learning to hone boundary skills? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I meet strangers on the street and they tell me all their problems. And... <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to hold you guys to hold that for one second. We're going to go to the break in just two seconds. Lonnie, can you hang on for a bit? Yes, thank you. Okay, great, thanks. We'll be right back in just a few moments on The Intuitive Life. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, everybody, welcome back. And we're still on the line with Leilani, and we're talking about um, astrology today with my dear friend, Dorothy Alnona Morgan. So, Leilani, you still there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Okay. okay. So, where were you? <laughs> okay. 
You're talking about the South Node, I right? I think, you know, yeah, people tell me all their problems, um, and mm-hmm. I am learning boundaries at this time. I have a really big heart. I think the biggest thing is I just feel so out of place in this realm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm concerned about the environment and animals and water and the oceans. And right. I kind of feel like an outcast. I'm not, I'm in a city where marijuana is legal. I don't take marijuana. I don't have a car. I just feel like a weirdo here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. You know, my boyfriend was my only friend and now he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, you're born. You're born just after sunrise. So that what that means is there's some planets in the in the 12th house sector. So you know you you might be somewhat of a loner in this lifetime, but that still doesn't mean that you have to feel alone. And um, mm. besides those lunar nodes, again, the charts hold the whole picture. And the whole picture, mm. you mean you're Scorpio just by you know barely one day, but you have one, two, three, four four other planets in Libra energy. And Libra represents partnerships and relationships and how important they are. So you saying what you've just said, when I look at, again, when I mentioned uh, the planet Uranus moving into the uh, relationship sector in early, early May, to me, that is opportunity for you to um, get out. I know we're able to do it. We're slowly getting out more and more into groups and um, you know associations with friends. And this is an opportunity for you to do that. It's because Uranus has a lot to do. Like I said, the freedom and independence and all of that. But it also has to do with you know those new age groups, groups that um, help you to uh, be more of who you are, that type of a thing, or or just to to feel like you belong to something. And you need that. You need that. The Libra that's there, you need that feedback because of this, this, those planets in your chart and then that other sector getting interacted by or getting activated by the planet Uranus. And then by then we have three other planets in that sector of partnerships, relationships. And so it, it is important. Those are, are important for you. You don't need to be lonely and alone. And again, it's okay to to be a bit introverted when you're ready for it, but practice your boundaries and then also uh, step out into uh, new groups. And I know, again, COVID hasn't made it easy to do that, but that's what you should be striving for right now um, with the planetary movement and what it represents in your personal chart. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks, Melania. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. All right, take Thank care. You. All right, bye bye. Uh, let's see. We've got. Let's go to Michelle, who is literally like two. Yeah, born the same year, two weeks after. <laughs> Already. Yeah. Um, pretty awesome. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. Hi, yeah, Michelle. That's pretty amazing <laughs> that we were born so close with the same home. Isn't, uh, that, my, isn't that cool? Yeah. And thanks for taking my call. Um, my question is, I had a lot. I have had some significant loss since 2018. My my husband passed away, then my mother passed away, and then I had three boys that all moved away out of out of my town to go to college. They're they're real close in age. I had a set of twins, and the twins were my oldest son was one when the twins were born. So you know, like stair steps. 
So everybody's gone in my life as far as family. And I met an amazing Pisces man uh, in 2019, uh, right around my birthday. And he just kind of came out of the blue in my life and has been an amazing uh, helper with getting through this grief and loss. Um, And so the the situation with him is getting a little bit more serious. He's wanting to uh, buy a house together. And I'm I'm just feeling a little shaky, I guess, because it's just been, uh, you know, just a little over two years since I lost my husband. And um, he does seem like an amazing man. So I was just wondering what my chart shows as far as is it time to move forward into a a new partnership? Uh, You're ready for it. I mean, you're ready for it. You have to make sure, of course, that, you know, the process of your loss is, is, um, you know, you've processed it. Um, enough for you, for what's comfortable for you, but yeah, I can see that it, you you are ready for that type of um, to transformation because you're also a Scorpio, and um, and and it is you know it's not uncommon to have that much of a loss as a clump in a way, um, not to minimize it, but you have you have one two three four you have four planets in Scorpio. So that's just what happens a few weeks after all the, the Libra planets in our prior caller. So this is, the, you know, so you will experience these, these deep uh, transformative um, energies and and and, um, and opportunities to grow. So home, let me look at the home itself. That would be your moon. And yeah, Jupiter's on the moon. Yes, yeah. Progress Jupiter's connecting to your natal moon, and this is an opportunity. But again, you're the one who's there. You're the one who needs to feel it. You're the one who really needs to trust it. And um, But I, it does look like that is um, an opportunity if you choose to take it. Okay? Any timing, yeah. like when a move would be the best to, to try to look for a house or put an offer on a house? Okay. So if it's... Well, together, I would, you know, if, if we were to do this together, I would definitely want to have his information with it, which we can't do here in this in this, in this um, format. But, um, no, just start looking. I mean, overall, um, we have no retrograde planets right now. So if you're out there to look, I mean, I don't know what the market's like where you're at. If you're buying right now in the market in New England, you're going to pay a lot of money, even though the interest rates are really low. But um, you know, so you have to decide. You got to look at what your uh, what your market is is going to support. But um, if you were just to wait a couple of weeks, we just have a few things that I think would be nice if they were um, in different placements in your chart for you to get a clear picture, which is just a month from now. So we're just getting some planets out of the 12th house for the astrologers that are listening. And so in, into the first. And, and that way, so by, you know, the first or second week of April, you have an opportunity um, to start looking and you're able to really see what's going on there. I think this is perfectly fine for you. You will, uh, okay. it may take a few months. What's the market like down? Are you in Kentucky? Is that where you're from? Yes, I'm in Kentucky, yes. And it's it's there. It's a seller's market, you know. Or yeah. I, uh, yeah, you can't find hardly anything. It's it's very hard to find. And we've actually found a house, but it's just, it's been just a major delay um, as far as mm-hmm. it, it, the house that we like has, it was rented and the owner's from yeah. New York and he's just trying to get the renters out. And apparently with COVID laws, you can't just, Evict people uh, right now, so there's a big yep. delay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. So if we found Indeed. the perfect place, it's just 
just a delay because of this COVID, ongoing right. COVID issues. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I do you. I do think there's going to be a change um, with, with where you're living. So I think that something's going to be moving forward with that. And, you know, what's interesting, too, about um, what I was picking up around you, Michelle, is that you've got this, you've, you actually, you've got this insight of, of things, um, like you see things on the surface, right? But you also have a bit insight, like what's under the surface of things, right? So sometimes that can throw you off because you focus on that and you go, oh, but what about this? And what about that? And so it's hard for you. I mean, the, the, the good thing is, is that you've got, um, you've got that insight, but at the same time, it's hard for you to focus on what the good is at the same time. Does that make sense for, for? Yeah, it gets me in trouble all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. So it's like a researcher. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. have to be mindful of like, okay, okay, Michelle, stop stop looking so deep at all the possibilities and just look at what is and what, what is. No, that's what my boyfriend tells me all the time. I'd like to add to that too. Yeah. Let me add to that too. So we'll talk a little bit more about, um, what else is going on in your in your just in your birth chart is you're born under a lunar phase. It's the very final lunar phase. So your moon um, is behind the sun in Scorpio, and your sun is ahead in Scorpio. Mercury's in there too. So you are you are going to be somebody who is uh, you're going to dive as deep as possible into everything. So when people say maybe it's you should just you know look at you know, not look so deep at things. It's your nature to do that. And so it, it will not be easy for you not to do that. But what you can do is recognize it's like, well, I'm supposed to do this. I am supposed to see what's absolutely at the bottom of the barrel or the bottom, you know, wherever the bottom is. Um, you're supposed to see that because that's what Scorpio represents is like really digging down deep. And then when you dig down deep, you have all the information you need. And that in turn, if you're open for it, um, helps you to transform. And that's what Scorpio energy is about. And the lunar phase that you're born under is called the balsamic lunar phase. It's the dark of the moon. It's this beautiful little crescent that you'll see just, be just before sunrise. That's the end of the lunar phase. And um, it's not always easy to see, but it is, and, and this means the lifetime that you have is about really connecting on such a deep level with, with people. And, and when you experience loss like you have, it's that type of deep connection. You know, it doesn't mean everybody you know is going to pass well. We all will. But you know what I'm saying. It's not all of that. But you've learned how to experience uh, emotion and connection on an incredibly deep level. So all of this Scorpio and that balsamic Scorpio moon is um, um, we have a very uh, karmic life. And don't think of karma as negative. It just means we'll have people that come into our life for a reason and a season and that's the balsamic phase and then when you have you and the other person have completed your uh your, your your contract with each other or whatever word you want to put in there then you'll just part ways and that will be the end of the relationship so i'm, I'm betting you can look back in your life and see there's been a lot of that people will come in for a few weeks or you know a lifetime but it's it's really very significant when somebody has that balsamic phase. You really, uh, you really have that 
What's that? I said I definitely resonate with that. Okay. When yeah. things are over, they're over. But there's, it always yeah. ends on a positive note, typically. It's not, you know, yes. where I dwell yeah. on it. I know. Yes. That. And that's the thing about that lunar phase. We experience it every month, of course. But that's the one thing about that lunar phase that's just really important is that, um, you know, you you recognize that there is a change and a transformation that happens uh, regularly with um, with people because that's that's the deep dive that you take. Not everybody takes that, but you do. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank, Thank you, you so Michelle. Much. Good luck with the okay, house. Bye bye. All right, take okay. care. Bye. Okay. Wow, interesting. So, and do you notice the trend with with Leilani and Michelle? Um, there was mm -hmm. people leaving her life in some way, shape, or form, right? Yep. So, yeah, because yeah. they both have, they're both uh, Scorpio. Yeah. They're both Scorpio. Yeah, huh. so that will do it. So yeah. Fascinating. All righty. So let's go to, um, I, I texted you um, the, the I, I, okay, you good. Okay. There you are. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Joan. Hello, Joan. Okay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for Hi, calling. Joan. Um, I have uh, questions about uh, relationships, either friendship or romance, if you see anything with that. Okay. All right. Let's take a look. Because you're, it's your birthday, right? Oh, yes, it is. Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness. So this Pisces sun is all right so we had the lady the first woman had the moon in the same place as her natal moon in the sky and right now we have the sun is in the same place as the sun in the sky so this is how people this is how it works with the astrology it's like it's hardly random it's just because you guys are getting like the universe is saying ring 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 calls for you and so and even the mars in the sky is uh conjunct jones moon so you have a lot of things that are in the same place in the sky so this is a perfect question to ask. You are asking about relationships. And um, from, from what I can see, <clears throat> I'm going to have to do a different chart because we have Neptune, we have Sun, blah, blah, blah. Mia, Laura, you go first if you can. I want to pop up a different chart. If, right. if you, you know, it's weird, um, Joan. I know this is nothing, has nothing to do with what you're asking, um, but are you feeling like the really strong need to change your surroundings right now in your home like like it's a lot like you just yes. okay because <laughs> i'm seeing that around you i'm like oh my gosh it's like can you it's like it's like you weighing the options like do i just completely start over in a new place or do i just like redo my whole house i just feel like there's like a really strong need for re to renew everything around you and um yeah. yeah and and it's and i see this as being sort of like because this and, it, and it's funny that's your first if this is actually your birthday because i feel like this whole year is going to be a process of that of you um gradually going through everything around you and and by this time next year i wouldn't be surprised if you've got like all new comforters and all new throw pillows and all these new colors around you on the walls. It just like, I just see like this, it's almost like you're heralding in a year of, of just renewing everything around you. And so you have a completely mm -hmm. different perspective. Um, has that, does that make sense for you, Joan? Uh, you are hundred percent accurate. This is so funny because I have been 
looking for a comforter for a long time, and I cannot, I cannot find anything that has any color to it. I just went to the store again yesterday, and I'm like, the trend, at least where I'm living, is these really blah, yeah. neutral colors, and it, I want something brighter with color. Um, I've been going through everything in my house, donating everything I can. I still feel like I need to move at some point, but I don't know when. But I'm preparing to leave by letting go of anything I don't need. And in the meantime, you're right on because I'm like, you know, I feel like I I don't know how long I'm going to be here, so I don't want to spend a lot of money fixing things up. But at the same time, I feel like I need to spruce things up and get some new energy in here, some new color or something, you know? Yes. Yeah, it feels like you need to punch yeah. a color around you. Like it does, it really does feel that way. It, and so I'm not surprised at all that you're feeling the nudge to do that. So, and it's, it does feel like it's going to be a year long process. So even if, even if you end up moving for some reason during this year and before your next birthday, um, I still see you continuing that process though of, of bringing some vibrancy in. So that's cool. Awesome. Let's see what. Well, you're, you're, you're right on with that too, because I just said to somebody the other day that. The stuff that I have right now, a few things I bought after I moved here, but a lot of it's really old furniture and stuff. And I said, you know what, if I move, if I can afford to do this, I'm buying, I think, mostly new stuff and letting go of all this old stuff and the old energy of it. Good. Good, good job. Yeah, good job. I know. So one of the things that actually speaks to that in and of itself is the Mars conjunct the moon. The Mars is in Libra. I mean, Mars is in Gemini. And Joan, your moon at the time that you were born, people know their sun sign, you're a Pisces, but mm-hmm. all the planets are, are somewhere around us in the zodiac belt. And so your moon is Gemini and Mars is action and your Mars is Gemini. So we're, we're coming up on a Mars return that happens every couple of years. So today, yesterday, today, and over the next, um, looks like two weeks, let me get two weeks, a little more than two weeks, Mars is coming through. So between now and early April, Mars is coming through and connecting to the Mars in your chart. And when that happens, we are loaded with energy, a lot of energy. And that's where the eclipse is. It's really close to where the eclipse is going to be on June 10. June 10, the eclipse is going to be in that sector, right? Really close, only a few degrees away from your Mars. So what that represents is is a lot of action and movement and especially um, if you do you have a career? Are you out working? Because it has no, I um, well, I've been unemployed for a long time because of medical issues, which is okay. ongoing. But there's times when yeah, it's interesting because there's times when I feel like I may work again, but I don't know when or what I would be doing. I'm, I mean, I'm just not sure if that's you know yeah. going to happen or not. Right. Well, it's even if you're not. Uh, yeah, I had a feeling it wasn't necessarily your career, but the Gemini that's in there and the eclipse that we'll have in it will have in there in June. Um, def, it represents you having new thoughts, new ideas. Gemini is. Um, a lot of action and movement, but again, the thoughts, the ideas, the writing, the communicating. So even if you're physically not capable or are or, or able to to do phys- some physical activities, your mind is going a million miles an hour. So you would be able to um, use this eclipse, and that eclipse is going to square your moon. So there's an opportunity right now. It's active now, and then again in June, um, for you to to find a way to. Um, 
you know, step up if you if you're bored. You know, if you can't, you can't. I certainly understand that. But these transits say that there is some action and some movement just for you. So I would be open for that. And as far as relationships go, you know, Neptune's, Neptune is just kind of hanging out with your son for the next couple of years. So if you're involved in a relationship, um, it'll just feel really soft and easy, but it might be confusing and, and, and not clear. You might not be clear about what those relationships are. When Neptune is with our with the planet like the sun, it, it, we tend to not be able to um, see the, the sharp edges of stuff. Everything just sort of smooths over. So if you ever have any doubt, get your, get your well, whoever is your, your closest friend that isn't afraid to tell you the truth <laughs> and ask them questions because so you might have a little, yeah, it is. You might have a, a little bit of rose-colored glasses on where you might not see the whole truth as far as um, a new partner, a new boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, okay? So trust uh, trust a friend. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you're talking, about, you're talking about a romantic relationship then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you see it's... anything with, uh, with friendships at all? Uh, the, 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 the friendships? Yeah, well, the casual friendships... Those can be around absolutely because we have a lot of planets in Aquarius right now. And so you should be able to pick up them um, in like everyday activities. And again, that's really hard to decipher what's an everyday activity right now. I don't know. Everybody's in a different place. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so people of like-mindedness, I guess I'll say it that way, right? So you know, connecting with those groups of people that you've, you feel you have that, you know, something in common with, because that's the, that's the Jupiter and Aquarius in the sector it's in for you. So um, step up, see if you uh, if you wherever you feel the most comfortable. Okay. Again, okay. I know everybody. I know everybody has a different level of. Well, I'm just going to go do this, or I don't feel like doing that, and the, you know the the pendulum swings wide mm -hmm. in uh, what people are willing or not willing to do right now. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Joan. Hope that okay, Joan. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's um, it's very accurate. I appreciate it. Good, well, good awesome. luck finding a comforter yeah. too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> good luck care. finding a comforter. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. I know we've only got maybe two minutes left. I'm going to pop Julie on um, really quickly, and we'll okay. just see how much we can do in two minutes, okay? okay. Hey, Julie, on the West Hello, Coast. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi. Thanks for calling. Thanks yeah. for waiting, too. Yes. What can I help you with today? So, I know we so only, real, only got two real, minutes. Yeah. So real quick, I feel like I'm on a big shift right now in my life, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps on a spiritual path. I've been on this journey for quite some time, but I just feel like, you know, I'm just going maybe to the next level. And I just kind of wanted to see what my chart yeah. had to say about yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you definitely yes, are. Absolutely. My goodness. Yes, yeah. I can see it too. The eclipse, <laughs> you can? The yes, I can. The eclipse we're going to have, the new moon we just had is right on your rising sign, which means I am ready for something new, your Pisces. And then the eclipse we, have, we will have in June, smack dab on your Jupiter, which is, Jupiter is my beliefs, my spiritual beliefs, you know, my truth, my honesty. It's going to explode that. That's going to, I know this is just wicked quick, but um, wicked quick. Sorry, New Englander here. Um, <laughs> wicked. Very, very I love quick. 
<laughs> really quick. You have, yeah, absolute wonderful opportunities, and it comes from, you know, deep in the psyche of who you are. And, you know, and, and that is an opportunity for change, um, change in what your family taught you, especially really uh, shifting that. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, you're just, uh, there's a lot of vibrancy around you right now that I'm seeing in your energy. And there's, there's a, um, a lot of opportunity for, for um, not a ton of opportunities, but good opportunities for partnerships within this work that you're doing or um, in the direction you're going with this. So, um, yeah, there's more of that coming. So you've got a great foundation to step up on. And, um, but you've got, you've got a couple of connections here that are coming if you haven't already experienced it they Um, they've come it's an old teacher coming back saying i need you on my table i need you to be my apprentice so that validates that this is correct (laughs) fabulous excellent have a wonderful day i appreciate it take care okay all right right. bye-bye bye-bye great energy Oh my gosh. One more thing. Her progress moon, progress moon, just is, yeah. move the chart ahead a little bit. Her progress moon's 21 Aries. Three people have the moon in Aries today. Oh, that's Four, amazing. actually. The last <laughs> lady had it in Aries, too. So, yeah, I don't mind. But, yeah, I'm not kidding. That is, <laughs> this that, is how you can't it make works. the stuff up. You cannot make the stuff up. Um, I know yeah. we're down to the last 10 seconds. So, if anybody would like to get in touch with Dorothy to have their own chart done, you can go to nhastrologer.com. That's NH as in New Hampshire, astrologer.com. Thank you, Dorothy. Always enlightening. Always fun to have you on. Thank and you. We'll see you again. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. We'll, I'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.